Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Hope you're all doing well on this fine Tuesday afternoon. Not a ton of Packers news to talk about. However, that looming specter of the start of the new league year and the need for the Green Bay Packers to be under the salary cap at that time sits there with us waiting, but we all know Russ Ball is on the case. And as a Packers fan, that's a great luxury to have, knowing that they will undoubtedly be continuing to work on restructures. We saw the start of that with the Aaron Jones contract restructure last Friday. Undoubtedly, David Bakhtiari will have something done to his contract, so on and so forth. I have zero doubt and zero fear when it comes to the Packers being cap compliant at the start of the new league year. What I am interested in seeing is how much Packers fans freak out when the Packers are not big spenders in free agency, because I'm here to tell you that is going to be the case. I know Packers fans are hoping they've got their long lists of potential free agents, which, by the way, even that is a little bit too early because, you know, re-signings will happen and guys will re-up with other teams. Franchise tags will be applied. Teams will ex exert the kind of control they want from a lot of the top names that Packers fans are wishing and hoping for. And then when the... Uh, negotiating window does open there on March 13th. We'll hear a lot of names being bandied about, and I suspect the Packers will not be in that mix or in that conversation for a number of days, if not weeks, when free agency does begin next month. And I'm just here to tell you, Russ Ball will not be the reason for that. If there's a guy the Packers want, the guys the Packers think they need to have, Russ Ball will figure out a way to make it work contractually. Um, but the Packers are attempting to climb out of uh, the can kicking that they did uh, starting during the pandemic years, essentially. And, you know, like we discussed yesterday, those void contracts, that dead cap money, they're heading in a better direction. But there is only so much that even a wizard, a financial wizard like Russ Ball can do. And the salary cap for all these salary cap isn't real nonsense that you hear bandied about the Internet is a constraint. And it is something you have to work within. Um, yes, there is no doubt it can be manipulated. Uh, but at some point, the bill comes due, as we find out each and every year after the Packers tried to go all in for one final championship run with their superstar quarterback uh, to no avail. So we will see here in the coming weeks, I have no doubt, like I said, more news about restructures. Undoubtedly, next week, during the combine in Indianapolis, we'll hear rumblings of talks between the Packers and players about extensions, restructures, what have you. I'm just trying to temper expectations for when free agency does arrive, because it seems like every year, I mean, it does seem like every single offseason, free agency begins and Twitter has a meltdown. Packers Twitter has some kind of amnesia when it comes to, hey, how the Packers operate on normal years let alone when they are cap-strapped, as they have been the last few. So I just hope people remember that you know the Packers will not be throwing stupid money around early in free agency, if at all. I think they are going to be bargain bin shoppers this season in particular. I just hope people remember that. And if they don't, I'll point them back to this video. Hope you're all doing well. Good to see you all in the comments section. Good to see you on TikTok. Always good to have TikTok in the house. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, TikTok. Someone is in here with the uh, Champions League scores. I, I watched a little bit of that Real Madrid beatdown of Liverpool. 
Liverpool started 2-0, too. Oh, my gosh. Good times. Good, good times. Good cap room. I'm thinking Super Bowl. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Uh, do you think it's time to move on from Aaron Rodgers? Callum, I do. I put up a short about it if you want to check that out on the YouTube channel. Um, but, yes, I most certainly do. Goody will surprise all of us. Tommy, it's possible. No question about it. Um, he has certainly surprised me at times throughout his tenure. Uh, there have been a number of things from trading Devontae Adams to, hell, drafting A.J. Dillon when he did. Those have all been surprises, but um, there is only so much he can do, and you do have to operate within certain confines. You know, But, uh, again, hell, taking Quay Walker in the first round last year, that was a surprise. So I have little doubt each and every offseason pre presents a few surprises. I'm sure this offseason will be no different. Um, what else we got? I was told I'm not a Packers fan because I said even if Aaron Rodgers returned to Green Bay, they wouldn't make the Super Bowl the next three years. I mean, I get what someone might feel when they hear that. Uh, if you're predicting they're not going to make a Super Bowl, it feels like you're rooting against the team, though I know that's not what you're doing. You're just kind of predicting it. Man, I, that's what I said last year, right? When I said, you know, the Packers should move on, and then they didn't. And the moment they don't, and the moment they make the decision, and the same true holds true for this offseason. Once they make that decision, I'm 100% in. I root for the Packers. I want them to do well. But yeah, to your point, yeah, I probably would predict that they are not going to make a Super Bowl if Rodgers comes back. Um. In a vacuum, where's Zach Tom's best O-line spot? That's a good question, Aaron. It's so weird because he looks like a guard, but he plays better at tackle, and I want to see more of him at center. Um, he did play a little bit of center in camp last year, and I thought he held up pretty darn well. Um, you know, I think in the regular season, what we saw, he played best at tackle. Um, probably his best position of everything we saw last season was left tackle. We're not going to see him there while David's on the field, although who knows? You, you, this past season taught us at any moment, David's knee could act up and they may need to slide someone over there. In that spot, I think it's Zach Tom, um, which makes it interesting because would they allow him to be you know, a full-time starter, say, at left guard or right guard or even at center, knowing that at any moment Dave's knee acts up, they're going to need him to slide over and play left tackle. Um, I, I do think again, everything that we saw put on tape last year, left tackle was probably his best, but, um, I'm really curious to see him operate at center. I think he could be really good there. And he has played center, uh, early in his college career. Obviously it was the one position he didn't touch from scrimmage last season, but I am very curious to see if they allow him to compete there next summer, because I think he could probably be a real good solution for them there. Is Lucas Patrick a better center than Myers? Robin, I don't think so. Um, I think he's more he's scrappier. Uh, I think Lucas did a yeoman's work when he had to come in for Myers injury, uh, you know, after Myers got injured two years ago. Uh, but no, I think Myers is more athletic, stronger, um, better overall athlete, probably a little bit more polished even in some areas. But Lucas is a battler. He's a mauler. You loved his tenacity. Um, but I think Josh is probably a little better, just a little bit. 
Nags, what is the Packers' identity as a team? I still do not know. I cannot see the way point for construction of this team. Hard to say right now, Brandy, because uh, this is when you're building your team, right? And we haven't even started that yet. I mean, when the new league year starts, we have a better idea of who's doing what, right? Uh, we'll uh, hopefully have a, a better handle on that. But at the moment, sorry, guys, I got a, a meeting here at 530 that someone's uh, calling me about, sir. Sorry, live on live on air. Um, yeah, it's hard to say what any team's identity is sitting in late February. You know, uh, ask me again heading into training camp once the team is constructed and they have an idea uh, of what they've put together. Because right now it's all conjecture, right? I mean, I think. The one clear thing you can say about Brian and what he's tried to do with this team and with this roster is attempted. I'm not saying he's succeeded, but he's attempted to make it a little bit more well-rounded, a team that would hopefully be able to win in a couple of different ways rather than just having to rely on their superstar quarterback. He's made, he's tried to make that turn. I don't think he's been fully successful, um, but I think he's close. And I do think that's, hopefully what they're aiming for heading into this offseason, a team that can be a little more flexible in how it operates from week to week. Mm. If Green Bay struggles next season, do I think Matt LaFleur will be on the chopping block? The chopping block? No, I don't. Um, I think the heat will go up um, pretty significantly, but I don't think he'd be like on the hot seat slash ready to be fired. You know, if they miss the playoffs again or they have a bad streak like they did this past year, I think Mark Murphy will give him, you know, at least one more year before that conversation turns into something real. There's no no doubt um, that they obviously don't they want to get to the playoffs. They want to build something. They want to be successful. There's zero doubt about it. But if they are making the turn to Jordan Love, given the cap constraints that they'll be under while constructing that team, I think he'll get a little leeway there. You know, he did just sign a five-year contract extension last offseason, probably with the idea that within that five-year contract, they would be transitioning to another starter at QB. So and that's not to make excuses. You still got to win in the league. It's a result-oriented business. There's no doubt about it. But I think in the context of everything, if they have another year of, you know, where they miss the playoffs and they struggle mightily at times, yeah, I think that conversation will be probably start to, you know, kind of gain some steam after two seasons that, you know, are playoff lists, et cetera. Maybe he gets leaned on a little bit about his staff, something that I don't think is happening yet. Um, things of that nature. Packers are always going to take a very long view on these things. And um, I think Matt, you got to remember, Matt came in and won a boatload of games and won at a clip that hasn't been seen in green Bay in a very long time or anywhere in the NFL for that matter. Um, so he'll be given some leeway and he should be, I think, I think he's a really good coach. I think he had a really tough year. And I think he's going to show people what he's made of next season. Uh, is big dog gone if Rogers goes or would he want to play another year? Only big dog can answer that question. I suspect probably he's gone, but if Rogers isn't back, but never say never. It's possible he wants to return to Green Bay. I know Aaron has said he wants to go where Big Dog is. He wants Big Dog wherever he goes. So 
maybe if Rodgers is traded, you know, Big Dog follows suit, provided that the team he's going to is interested. But, um, yeah, that's really a question for Mercedes, right? Joe, thanks for the super chat. Was having love at quarterback help Josh Myers from the standpoint of not having many plays being changed at the line of scrimmage? I mean, maybe. I doubt it, though. I think it's much more about execution. I don't think it's so much the mental side of trying to process either the protections or the changes or any of that. I think it's mostly just getting beat, you know, guys throwing them around when they're two gapping or whatever, you know, or completely whiffing when he's trying to get to the second level in some of the run game. Yeah, it's just I, I think it's mostly physical, mostly execution, much less mental. He seems to handle that part of it pretty well. Ryan, thanks for the super chat. Is the special teams coach staying? Uh, all signs point to it. Rich Passaccia's name was in the mix in Indianapolis for the head coaching job. They went another direction. So as far as we know, yes. Now, I would put it at right now at 99%. Never want to say 100 until we see it from the team. And Matt and the Packers have yet to officially announce their coaching staff. So um, I'll wait to see that before I say, yes, he's back 100%. But all signs are pointed to yes. He's, he's He'll be back. Hey, Eric, sick of mock drafts yet? I got to admit, I have only looked at one, and that would be Daniel Jeremiah's. I love Daniel. I love the work he does. When he puts stuff out, I'll look at it because I think he's really, really smart, plugged in in the league. Um, it was very clear last year he and a couple other people at NFL Network knew somebody in the Packers organization because they were the only people pounding the – not pounding the table, but putting the name – Quay Walker to the Packers in the uh, kind of national ecosphere. And I was very dismissive at that point. I was like, they're not taking an off ball linebacker at 22. And then they took an off ball linebacker at 22. Uh, so I think Daniel knows somebody in the building. So I try to pay attention. And that doesn't mean like this far out he's got any intel. I don't think that at all. But um, he certainly is plugged in with a lot of the teams in the league and knows the game really well, really knows the college prospects. So he's somebody I pay attention to. And for again, it's the same thing, though. It's purely conversation starter, thought stimulus, etc. It's not, I'm not taking any of it too seriously. Uh, TKM, thanks for Super Chat. I miss the old days where dogs lost their lives for losing seasons. Maybe it was an accident. Pappies. <laughs> wow, that's an old school reference right there. Well done, TKM. Good to see you at your post. Nags, what are you going to do at the Combine? Can you do the 40 for us? No chance. Um, mostly at the Combine, I got to admit, I do this. I do the Packers dailies from there, and I talk to people. I'll do podcasts. I'll be on other radio shows and things like that. But mostly when I'm at the Combine, it's a big networking event. I mean, that is, I go, I remember Aaron Schatz of Football Outsiders always used to say, and I love this phrase. He goes, I just go for the hang. And it's true. Um, you know, I see every agent I know. Every personnel guy I know across the league, every coach I know, they're all there. Every agent, every agency, every marketing guy, every financial guru, they're all there. So it's the best time of the year as far as networking and catching up with people and hearing about what certain teams are doing and you know, how players are kind of going about free agency, what agents think from the outside looking in, what their talks with the teams are, things, all that stuff gets talked about. So that for me is the real value of going to Indy for the week. Godsmack, thanks for super chat. I know it's a bit early, but I'm going to ask anyway. Would it be too much to ask to start next season against an AFC team? So when we have our annual week one stinker, it won't affect us much. Sure. 
I'll I'll put in a call to 345 Park as soon as we get done here, and I'll let them know. Please open against an AFC team. Hell, let's open in Vegas against the Raiders. How's that for you? That way we can have the right away. They still get their drama because they'll be facing Devontae and hell, maybe Aaron Rodgers, uh, but it's an AFC team just to keep gobsmack happy. Justin, thanks for the super chat. If Jordan is the QB next year and they still neglect Aaron Jones, is it fair to say a little tongue will be in trouble on your watch party? Uh, yeah, fair to say that. Very fair to say that. Man, give Aaron Jones the ball. Give Aaron Jones the fucking ball. That's all I can say. Uh, my son is four. If the Packers can just stay afloat for about 17 to 18 years, next Hall of Fame QB. Well, it's good to know there's somebody in the pipeline. I'm happy about that. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to cut this off a little early today. Like I said, I got a meeting in about 10 minutes. I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Ha, ha, ha.